This week in Baltic Offshore Wind in 5 minutes. Brought to you by BalticWind.eu Hello, I'm Krzysztof Bulski, Publishing Director at BalticWind.eu and I would like to welcome you to the first episode of our new weekly podcast, bringing you a summary of the most important news from the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea. So let's jump right into the top news of the recent seven days. This week, we learned that more companies are joining the race for new offshore wind concessions in Poland. Poland's largest power producer, PGE, has submitted three applications to the Ministry of Infrastructure for the issuance of location permits for the construction of offshore wind farms in the Baltic Sea. Polish multi-energy company PKN Orlen has filed three applications for offshore wind farm sites as announced by Jarosław Dybowski, Executive Director of the Energy Department at PKN Orlen. A Swedish investor, OX2, announced that they are planning to participate in the second round of permit procedures for the construction of artificial islands for wind farms in the Polish area of the Baltic Sea together with a partner whose name wasn't mentioned. Latvian electricity system operator, AST, has announced that a regional coordination center for the Baltic region will be established this year. A special company, Baltic RCC, will be established for this purpose. Also this week, Danish electricity system operator, Energinet, has announced that it is ready to design high-voltage substations so that Bornholm's power grid can be effectively connected to the new energy projects. Energinet is currently in dialogue with the Bornholm City Council on the objectives of the work to connect Bornholm's electricity network to the electricity network of the future energy island. More news from Sweden. The Swedish Environmental Protection Agency is conducting a cross-border consultation on the Arkona offshore wind farm, which is to be built in Sweden's exclusive economic zone in the southern Baltic Sea between the islands of Ystad and Germany's Rügen. Consultations will take place in accordance with the provisions and procedure provided under the ESPU Convention. Offshore wind is moving fast and the workforce behind it is developing rapidly. We spoke to the Global Wind Organization's Chief Executive, Jacob Lau Holst and asked him about the offshore winds industry's key workforce development issues in 2021 and for some insights on what to expect in 2022. According to him, the offshore wind industry can expect rapid expansion of global standard training. Also this week, we are pleased to present you with the second of our series of quarterly reports, summarizing the offshore wind energy market in Poland. In those reports, we are closely following the implementation of the Polish Sector Agreement for Offshore Wind Energy, the so-called Sector Deal. I also encourage you to read the first quarterly report on Lithuania, which was published last week. 
Lithuania is one of the most ambitious EU countries in terms of green transformation. The plan for 2030 indicates as much as 7 gigawatts of renewable energy sources installed, of which 3.6 gigawatts onshore wind, 1.4 gigawatts offshore wind and 2 gigawatts solar. In case of offshore wind power, the potential is even higher, 3.35 gigawatts. We spoke to participants in the Lithuanian wind energy development process about the details of these plans. Reports on Lithuania and Poland, as well as all previous reports, can be found at balticwind.eu under the Reports tab. Thank you so much for listening to the first edition of our podcast. We are excited to share more news on the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea next week. This was the week in Baltic Offshore Wind in 5 minutes. Follow balticwind.eu for more daily news from the Baltic Sea offshore wind industry.